Our next guest has just uh, gotten off the training track, you know, to, to have a chat with us, so that's fantastic. But we have spoken to his former... A spectator on the training track. Well, he could be. I mean, he, he, he knows better. He knows better. Um, we spoke to his former um, World Brownlow medalist, Shane Wai Woden, earlier, and, uh, um, yes. and Joe Mercedes and Harry Perryman. So if you want to catch up on any of those interviews, uh, at the Sport FM, Twitter, Facebook or Instagram, we'll put up links to the podcast. Um, so it'd be great for you to show our support and um, hello to all our people in Perth yeah. as well. And hopefully this, they're going well too. This guy's a generational player. Oh, the difference. Guy. The difference, oh, we'll call him. I'm going to call him the difference. I loved him. I mean, this is the problem when you've got so many people that you love <laughs> for the Melbourne Footy Club. Um, you know, I told you the story about Wowie and having yeah, number 22 on your back. But I would have loved to have put 24 on, but I think there was a sale on number twos <laughs> at the time. So I would have put the four there. But um, he's a good friend and our favourite Tasmanian. That's Russell Robertson. G'day, Robbo. <laughs> oh, you say that to all the number 24 Tasmanians, you do. <laughs> Wouldn't be that many, but I mean, no, you'd be the best no, of them. There's one. There's one. <laughs> there one. How have we found you, Robbo? Uh, we, I am very well, gentlemen. Uh, yes. After a win, of course, yes. uh, it wasn't that great the week before, but uh, they got back on the winners list. But I was worried, as were I'm sure mm. you guys too. Yes, no, definitely worried. Um, so yeah, halftime rolls around, and um, yeah, weren't um, yeah, weren't looking that good. But the second half, and our our, our new favourite player, Van Ruin. Just destroyed in the last play, the last quarter. Oh God! Uh, look, this guy's going to be a cult hero, and rightly so. That big roo as yes. as he goes up for every jump, and that's what I love about him the most, boys, is that he he, he jumps at it. He really does, mm. and it was happening in the VFL before he went to the uh, senior ranks. And, you know, he came into uh, the AFL system as a a forward that just um, creates a contest. And you know, blokes like Chandler, they mm. they know where mm. the ball's going to land. Blokes like Fritch, you know. They, that's what you want. So, look, it looked really dangerous in the last quarter. And they just – I feel like, guys, Melbourne's just got to play like that, you know, for mm. three quarters. Not – not you know, obviously you want four. Mm. But if they play like that for three quarters, ain't nobody stopping them. So, um, they've mm-hmm. just got to find that magic. Well, you, so, well, it's just – you mentioned it's you know, where the crowd goes roo, when it, but it's not roo. It's, it's Roy, isn't it? Or Roy, Roy, yeah. Roy him. So it's a bit confusing for us. It is. It used to be Adam Uze, wasn't it? Yes. Every time you got the ball. Now I just think it's it's that natural thing. They want to say say Uze. They're saying Roo and they love it. Roy Roy and it doesn't roll off the tongue. (laughs) No. He's got to change it. I'm putting it on him. There you go. Russ, it was you. Uh, Even with Van Van Ruin, uh, Van Ruin, uh, he he seemed to have an energy about him as well. Like he, he... Whilst not, you wouldn't say he got caught up in the moment, but you could see he was excited by what was what he was doing and what was happening. His kicks for goal showed that, didn't they? I mean, there was one or or two he might have missed. Well, I think it was only one set shot that we thought in the last quarter that we thought, oh, the moment's big and um, he really needs to put these through. But there was two or three others that he slotted. So, you know, you go, well, this kid's built for the big time it's mm. kind of like Tom McDonald in that way I loved Tom getting the ball 30 metres out any angle I knew he was going to kick it he was, he was always good like that good hands good mark anything beyond that he probably struggled but uh, he's he's good from a distance really and he's only going to get better you think about it what is he mm. 19 not in the system long he's going to bulk up he's going to get strong and he's going to be that look let's just, just call it he's going to be I don't, know, I don't care if he doesn't turn out to be an AFL Hall of Famer like Nader is but he's going to be a needs type, and that's what every full forward, I mean, every club needs. A full forward like Lynch, 
you know, Tommy Lynch, who obviously the Tigers don't have, and if they'd had him on, the, mm. on uh, what was it, Monday night, I'd have been a bit worried. But um, him and that boy down in Geelong, who's kicking all them goals at the moment, that full forward, you know, it's Jeremy Cameron. It, it, you just need those big, strong full forwards. Definitely. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying, I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah, his progress. Uh, we had Wowie on a little earlier, and he actually gave us his sort of take on uh, his little... Um, Transfer from Melbourne to Collingwood. Do you remember that time and maybe what you made of it? Yeah, it's a difficult time, especially for us players. And me being his best mate, you know, I was best man at his wedding. He was best man at mine, so I guess that qualifies as his yeah. best mm-hmm. mate. So yeah, he, um, <laughs> he's a terrific fellow. I love him dearly, and uh, his whole family. And Taj is doing some good things at Melbourne now. He's got a broken finger. He'll he'll make his way soon. But um, you know, while he was. Uh, you know, a victim of, of circumstance, really. He'd won a brown low, and, you know, everyone still to this day, oh, did he deserve it? Of course he bloody deserved it. He mm. got it. And, you know, it's what happens, just the way it goes. He got it. He won the brown low. And so he, he came out of contract at the right time. He commanded a bit of money. And then looked his form a little bit. He got found out a bit. Um, got a little bit more attention, didn't he? You know, mm. mob, opposition midfielders like, well, we've got to stop this guy because he is a damaging kick. He can hit targets over 50 metres and there's not many of those guys um, so they started to play him a bit harder and he found the ball a bit harder to get the contract came up they needed to take some money off it um, a year early and uh, I'm not necessarily sure he wanted to do that but he was able to finally I think the story goes he wanted to give the money up in the end but it was still a bit too late and as the story goes and I think Neil Danaher has been apologetic uh, to to, to old Wowie and giving him a call a couple of years back there was a bit of ice for a while mm. I believe so it's all patched up now well that'd be nice for you given that it's, it's still your home and he's invited back yeah, and he's, he's there and, he, yes. and he's with his son playing as well it'd be uh, yeah look I think he always wanted to be a Melbourne cl- only player yeah, he, he did wanted say to be that. a one club player a very honourable guy and you know Melbourne gave him that chance when he was what 21 years of age a bit older um, 22, coming down from Gerald and then uh, through the system into Melbourne, just through the rookie list. You know, they wanted to, he wanted to sort of pay that back, but unfortunately there's not a lot of fairy tales in football, unfortunately. There's only one or two every uh, every couple of years or so they can retire off their own volition and have that nice retirement sort of walk off the ground, Nick Rewalt style, you know, mm. David Neitz when he did it, James Hurd over there in Perth. And back to my, you know, it, it just doesn't happen that often, so... It's a vicious, vicious system. And as old Neil Denner used to say in team meetings, this system will spit you out and chew you up. You get that wrong every single time, even though he's a smart man. <laughs> um, we also had Kate on uh, last week. and It might help if you were her, f- if you were her favourite at the moment. And uh, she's put Petrarca and Oliver to the side and it's little little Chandler at the moment. Yeah, little Katie. Yeah. He's doing some good things. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's, he, he's able to take his chances when he's getting them at the moment. That's what he has to do. You know, unfortunately, he's not six foot one, built like a, a brick outhouse and uh, strong enough to hold in contests. He has to, every time he gets his hand on the ball, make it a winner. Uh, I was a bit like that in my first probably five years, I reckon. I want to say four years. I had to kick two goals. Mm. I had to do well or else I, I, I would be out of the side. And, and luckily enough, I did do well enough to stay in the side. And it got to about that point where I knew that even if I had a bad one, as Swanee said on the front bar the other night, I, I knew that I'd still get a game. So um, he's not there yet, but my word, if he keeps doing what he's doing at the moment, he'll uh, he'll certainly get there. 
Well, it helps so, if you're the favourite. Well, that's right. The coach is uh, the president's favourite. But, you, I mean, you say you kick, you know, you had to kick two goals a game. It would have been difficult with uh, Jeff Farmer in the side. He was kicking them all. <laughs> the and Neats as well. Yeah, telling me to get the F out of the forward line. Get out of his space. That was the wizard for you. And you see some of this footage of me at Queen's birthday, Collingwood, um, a few years back. And I've had this. Uh, people don't, you remember the game Wizards kicked nine, nine yes. goals in the mm-hmm. last half and he hadn't had a touch in the first half? Yep. Well, i tell you what. If you go rewind the tapes and have a look at the first half, I'd taken, I think, 14 marks in the first quarter, or 13 <laughs> marks in the first quarter. I was having the game of my life. And I'm thinking, big stage, your beauty. Get out of my face, Jeffrey Farmer. You're not the wizard today. I'm the man. You, he's actually had his magnet taken off the whiteboard and thrown across the room at halftime. That's how bad he was going. But Benny Beams, Benny Beams a bloody idiot, goes and hurts himself <laughs> and allows the wizard to come back on and go, he erupts. And there's this footage of me in the last quarter going up for a hanger. And I'm thinking, finally, I'm going to get a touch as it comes to the forward line. I'm above the pack. The little fat-ass <laughs> Jeffrey Farmer jumps up in front of the back and takes the ball out of my hands, and I'll give it the old, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks, it, looks, it looks so selfish on my I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what, I can't believe how good I was going first quarter, guys. <laughs> I, I remember the commentators saying that the Robertson's on track to break the all-time record of marks in a game. Yeah. I freaking was, and then in comes this fat little kid from Nah, he was he was good old Jeff. Oh, he, was, he, was, he was something to behold. I mean, <laughs> so we, all, we all sat back and watched the show. Oh, I mean, you talk about favourites. I mean, you can't really go past him. He was um, incredible. Yeah, he was the uh, final series in 1998 too. If you're a Melbourne supporter, you'll yep. remember it oh, very yeah. warmly. He uh, took that mark over Gary Lyon against Richmond coming into the finals, and they carried through. He was doing things that. None of us had ever seen before on a footy field, or if they had, very rarely, or maybe, you know, up in the, the middle of our country where they do it probably pretty regularly, but we don't see it as our, you know, the, the white Australians on the on the coasts. And then Jeff Farmer comes down, and he and he just has this. Like I've just been so blessed to play next to you know Aaron Davey. I played a few games against Liam Jara with Liam Jara, Shawnee Charles back in the mm-hmm. day, um, the Cockatoo Collins boys. And, and sometimes, you know, you're playing in the twos with these guys, and I tell you what, some of the stuff they used to do, you just sort of, you just loved it. This is why you play football, for that sort of stuff. They play with joy, and they play with fun. And how about our man now uh, in the forward line? Pickett. Mr. Cosy Pickett. Mm-hmm. Just give him, give him the money he wants. <laughs> now, Kate, Kate couldn't, uh, couldn't give us the exclusive. Maybe you can. Is he, is he going to re-sign this week? Well, I think he is. Uh, I was talking to Byron Pickett, actually, in Adelaide at the uh, gathering. Oh. Did a bit of a thing with him, and uh, he's like, yeah, 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 no worries about that. I said, have you got any other uh, you know, <laughs> coming through? He said, well, there's a couple, there's a couple of you there, don't worry. <laughs> so, who knows? Because he's a special talent, um, yes. you know, his, his speed and his balance and his hardness is yeah. is ridiculous. So, um, I'm, I'm, do you know what I'm doing? I'm looking at my, uh, my son out in the ground, kicking with a mate of his, and I'm looking at his mum... Cross-armed, not happy, wants to get home and get dinner in here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get him off the ground. Yeah. You'll love it, though. He wants to stay and have a kick. Right, well, before before we get let you go, mate, I just want to touch a huge um, uh, huge announcement coming, coming this week. Uh, Tassie is going to finally get a stadium. Uh, the the wow. government's going to accept it. Um, you're yeah. a Tasmanian from Penguin. 
my favourite my favourite town in Tassie. But um, <laughs> what uh, what have you made of it? And uh, what a great relief! Oh, look, I think um, it's been a long stretch, hasn't it? And and we've all, I think it's what Australians want. They want a Tassie team. Um, I I worry, of course, I worry being at my own home state and whether the play the people in Tasmania will support a southern team or will they support a northern team you know I'm really really worried about that I, I just you know we we plead we want them to buy the memberships and we want people to travel to Tasmania to support it and that's that's where it's at look I don't know if they've necessarily gone to the Gold Coast to support it I'm not sure they've gone to the, the west of Sydney either the supporters as much as you know they might go to Tasmania so you know, build the stadium and they will come is what I'm hoping. Um, and I'm talking to the Tasmanians there. I'm really, you know, the Victorians, they love their footy and they'll probably get over there. But uh, will the Tasmanians, this has been my only query in the in the years gone by. And look, maybe maybe it's time. Maybe, you know, things have changed. The talent that comes out of Tasmania has given everybody enough to sort of go, well, okay. But I'll tell you what, if they do it and they need help, I'd be down there in a second to help out. I was about to say, are you going to oh. transfer as a ground announcer down there? <laughs> oh look! I tell you what, after the ten grand went off the other night uh, <laughs> uh, against against the uh, <coughs> the boys that we made versus Richmond, uh, I don't know if any people people know that ten grand kicking for the Hames paint barrel. Yes. Well, I thought it'd never go off, guys. <laughs> Three years, I think we've been doing this. And, oh no! Uh, we got the, only uh, ten grand, Robbo. Yeah, I know. Do you remember the Howie's hangers we had? Yes, Hames, mates, I did that one day with you. Oh, did you? Yes. <laughs> I didn't mark it. He knocked himself out, didn't he? Yeah, probably. He <laughs> <laughs> would have been in a <laughs> long sleeve, too. He out. He was in all sorts, and that got, that got rid of that segment because the AFL <laughs> said, no more. Uh, and uh, fair enough, too. Uh, but I tell you, I'll give you a little insight. The guy that knocked himself out, taking a mark on me at the quarter time, how his hangers, he had, had a couple of... Uh, a couple of drinks before uh-huh. he went out there, and I could smell that on him from the start. I'm thinking, this is going to go bad. And sure enough, he landed on his temple and started snoring, so I knew it was all over for how he's hangers, bringing home paints and the, uh, the kick of cash. You were right, 30 metres. He's, he's, he's absolutely nailed it, this, yes. this fella from the Sunshine Footy Club, to get themselves 10,000 bucks. And they go straight to the Sunshine Footy Club. Right. And and I don't know if 10 grand's really going to cover, like I said, mm-hmm. one night. That's really, one night. Over the bar. Yeah, that's that's one not night. Like, uh, selection night, will it? No, I mean, they, <laughs> it's a lock in. Great, great supporters, of course, Haynes Paint. But um, it's harder to do. I mean, you, you see American sports and, you know, the half court shot and everything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basketball and, you know, that gets a million dollars, you know, just... Oh, they got a million. The one against the, the Chicago Bulls years and years and mm. years ago gave away a million dollars for yeah. that full court shot. So, you know, I think we're way beyond with 10 grand in 2023. <laughs> Kicking a footy into a bucket is much harder. That's a fair effort. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Russ, one quick one on Tassie. First year gather round down in Tassie. You yes. reckon that'll help? Oh, Absolutely. Wouldn't that just be... I mean, you, you make it a line. Make it happen because yep. it would be huge. I tell you what. And look, if I'm, I, I was in Adelaide. I was there for the gathering. Yeah, it, it was massive. Yeah, it I tell looks... you what, every single bloke from Melbourne or even every bloke that's been is married was there. <laughs> <laughs> getting away from their missus. And I tell you what, um, someone said to me, if there was, a, uh, if there was one of those... If you're a smart businessman, you'd get yourself a little uh, pop-up shop massage parlour, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that. 
But anyway, I'll tell you what, if you go down to Tasmania now together, and if you're from Victoria and it happens, look out, those girls will get the claws in down there and they won't let you out, all right? We all have to take them back. I'm already there. Yeah, Sounds there great. You go. Fantastic. And just, and just a quick one, uh, Melbourne's forward line. We spoke about Van Ruyen and everything. Who's in Melbourne's best forward line from your, um, in your opinion? Well, I think it's got to be Fritch. I think it's got to be uh, Van Ruin. They, um, Fritch has, you know, got the runs on the board. He knows how to kick a goal and kicks really well for goal too, I might add. Um, he's lucky that he's got a couple of massive guys in there at the moment and at any time that he can sort of use his leverage and get off the chain, which is what I used to do back in the day when I had my big forwards in there. Um, you've got to have Van Ruin. Because you've just got to pile games in them because it's future. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've got to have, um, I think, look, it, it's a toss-up between Ben Brown and um, how man Harrison Petty. He's um, Harrison's getting the job done at the moment, so you just mm-hmm. got to say, well, you've got it. It's yours uh, to lose at the moment. Uh, Benny Brown probably, um, you know, is getting towards the end of the career and they've got to start looking for the future. Harrison's younger, we know that. Um, Cozzy, got to have him in there changing into the midfield. I think that gets us to about four or five. And then it's obviously Kay Chandler who's taking his chance at the moment and, and making every post a winner. And then I love to see a resting mid. And I don't care if it's, you know, track or if it's Max or if it's uh, it's, it's Grundy. You've got some choices there. Mm. But I tell you, you, you've just got to win it out of the guts. Mm. So, Justin, I'm just saying goodbye to Justin. Yeah, there is the coach of the uh, another great Tasmanian from Penguin mm. as well. Um, he's coaching uh, my son's team at the oh, moment. Nice. How's that for... As that for yeah, full right. circle, we played junior football together for Penguin under 14s, a couple of premierships there, under 14s, under under 12s, and now um, you know he goes to Richmond for a couple of games, St Kilda for a couple of games, yep. I go to Melbourne for a couple more, and then we've met down here at Donald McDonald Reserve in Bo Morris, uh, <laughs> and he's coaching the team. Uh, anyway, awesome. that's that's the that's the forward line six, I think, yep. and it's a pretty formidable thing. But boys, starts in the middle, get out of the middle, yeah. get back to that form you guys had used to have. Stop worrying about people chasing you. Don't be the hunted. You go and hunt them, track, Oliver, Viney. Oh, my God. Mm. It's salivating oh. stuff. That right. <laughs> oh, I'm still backing you, in. I think you're, I think you're still the favourites in my books. So. Um, and just quickly, Robbo, uh, when you go down to the Bo Morris Footy Club club rooms, uh, you go to the 100-game uh, wall and uh, under 2014 you'll, say, you'll see Jack Jay Richter. Um, and uh, was your brother? the highlight of my life. Was your brother? Or? A great man. Oh, yes. Check it out for sure. 2014, <laughs> Robbo. That's the peak of my career. Played a uh, hundred yeah. terrible how many, games. How many, how many beers over the bar did you manage on a first yeah, night selection? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I had to buy a few to get a game, so yeah. <laughs> the coach a couple. <laughs> Do that. But uh, really, we'll leave it there, mate. You're a busy man, but really appreciate you giving us some of your time. Good on you guys. Thanks, Robert. Go, Dees. Thanks, buddy. Fantastic. Russell Robertson there.